0: girl code
1: hello beautiful people of the girl code community
0: that was really sweet <laughs> i liked that one we should do that one every week
1: hello my beautiful angel sweet cherubs <laughs> <laughs>
0: what sweet cherubs you reckon
1: yes i am in a good mood
0: we are in a good mood today everyone um yeah <laughs>
1: but nothing has changed
0: nothing has changed though week seven or eight of the Doing the exact one, same thing. Which one actually is it? Is it week seven? Or? I have actually I ha- I got think it's no week idea. Seven.
1: Oh, I don't, I don't even want to know. The
0: weeks are blending into each other at this point. We're just cruising by.
1: Yeah, I yeah have no idea what day it is ever.
0: Things have been quite chaotic in the household recently. Yes, we've got a um twenty third of Madison launch. Coming this Thursday. So this is going live today. You guys will hear this in real time. Um, so this Thursday, the new collection goes live if anyone's interested. <laughs> it goes live at 6 p.m. It's a staple collection. I'm really excited for it. Honestly, we've both been living in it. Kaylin's wearing the top right now. I actually
1: am. I've been wearing the Cosmo tank.
0: Cosmo tank? <laughs> Cosmo
1: tank, um, probably at least every second day. Not even an exaggeration. The Since ultimate I got it,
0: wardrobe staple. Months
1: ago, I misplaced one in the move and swiftly took another one. So, <laughs> I absolutely love it. It's so soft, and I'm not even saying this because Maddie's my friend. I'm paying
0: her to say this everyone. I'm <laughs> not
1: saying this because I'm on payroll. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually am obsessed with the whole collection. It's so stunning. And, yeah, you guys sure. sh- don't get used to it. Yeah, right. <laughs> but you all will honestly really love it, so...
0: Get around it. Get around it, everyone, but yeah, it's just been really chaotic. I've been doing a lot of back-end stuff for that, Um, and apart from that, nothing else is new, so.
1: (laughs) So yeah, that's it. Anyways, enjoy the episode. (laughs) No, honestly, like, not even being weird, nothing is new. I, what did we do this weekend? Nothing. (laughs) Sweet. Fuck all. Um, Oh, I went to a driving range where you, like. That's fun. Hit golf balls. That's cool. Yeah, it was really fun. I've never done it before. I thoroughly enjoyed it. You're allowed to play like outdoor activities. What's a
0: sport? Golf is a sport. Yeah,
1: you just have to be socially distanced, obviously. Like you aren't really near anyone mm. at a driving range. Mm. Um, so I let off some steam doing that. I thought I was really good at it. Um, but apparently I was really shit. I was like, I thought I was like nailing it because I kept like hitting the ball, but
2: did it go very far?
1: Not really, no, mm. and apparently my technique was shit. Yeah. Tom posted a video of me story, and I thought he was being, like,
2: Why just, like,
1: a, so I, I, I Look at my girlfriend. No, literally, I thought he posted it, and it was just, like, you know, just like a nice, like, without having a date thing, but he posted it, and he was, like, fuck you, like, you did such a bad job, and he got so many replies, everyone was, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so.
0: Sweetie.
1: Yeah, I need to brush up on that, but that was honestly the highlight of my week, like, that's how things are right now. Mm.
0: Yeah my mm. highlights have just been like deliveries
1: like, when, like packages.
0: packages arrive that's Dude, been fun
1: <laughs> I get excited when your packages arrive, because um, we, it's like human connection yeah, for the day. Oh, like, like the delivery man's here, yay! <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, Maddie got a PR package, what's in yeah. is there snacks? Literally. So yeah. that's, yeah,
0: life updates. But no, things are good, things are good. Yeah, we're getting vaxxed, vaxed and waxed. Oh yeah, oh Jesus. Yeah. We're not getting waxed. We wish we were. I w-
1: would love a wax.
0: <laughs> um. But yeah, we're going to get vaccinated this, I'm going on Friday, you're going this weekend.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to go Saturday um hopefully we can get in i'm trying to find like a walk-in
0: yeah place.
1: um because getting appointments have been quite hard
0: we've but- been trying on this website covid queue covid queue yeah. someone
1: yeah made a website where it dings whenever an appointment becomes available which is really cool so if anyone is listening and wishes to get the vaccine but you're struggling to get an appointment definitely check that out um, I just want this shit to be over. Me
0: too. The faster, like, everyone.
1: To be honest. Yeah. yeah um, so, yeah. Mm. Just juice me up, baby. Juice me up. Give me all that 5G. Let's get out of
0: lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> <Stop> <laughs> <down with laughs> lockdown.
1: Yeah. It's so shit. I want to travel. Yeah.
0: yeah. I can't wait to travel, honestly. That's what gets me through. I know. the Thinking about being in Mykonos. Oh, my God. Harding don't, it up.
1: Don't. I'm cocktail in hand, I'm imagining myself in the
0: 23rd of Madison Stop summer it. collection. Summer collection, but I'm really being supportive You're today. You're being so supportive. Mm. Do you know what? We, I we should go overseas and shoot the summer collection. <laughs> Let's just jet off.
1: <laughs> I am so down. I'm so Business down. Expenses, Business expenses, baby. Business expense. No, we need to seriously. This no. is yeah, shit. I'm thinking about even just like I'm so bored. I'm like, do I just get a projector and project? mykonos onto the wall you know what's
0: good watching girls travel vlogs i love watching travel vlogs right now it's so it's nice sad but also like it brings happiness
1: bittersweet it like is. i'm happy for you but also like you suck
0: mm. no i just watch it and i just like drift away for a little bit pretending you're there on the boat like what's it, escapism that's what it is what? <laughs> <laughs> this
1: is my sweet escape yeah honestly yeah love this for us but yeah Hmm. Well, I hope if you're out there traveling and you're listening to this, that you're having an amazing time and we're sitting on the floor in Maddie's room right now recording the the seventh week.
0: But yeah. Having said that though, (laughs) we also hope today's episode brings you guys a little bit of entertainment and also is, I'd say, super informative. It's a great discussion. We have one of our friends on today, and also she is a content creator online. You probably have seen her reels before. I feel like she's just blowing up so quickly, which is incredible. Yeah. Honestly, goals. Um her name's Keisha, and she is a full-time content creator now, but she also studied law. She has a law degree, and yeah, she's just such a she's such an interesting person to talk to. I feel like she's so much knowledge.
1: Yes, definitely.
0: One of the smartest people I've yeah, ever met. Yeah, incredibly smart, very switched on.
1: Yes, she was one of those people when I listened to her talk and finished the conversation and immediately said to Maddie that I needed to read a book. That's kind right. of how that yeah. went down.
0: That's um, where we're at.
1: Yeah, that's where we're at. So,
0: yeah, renewed my Audible subscription. Um, but, yeah, here we go. it's a great – we really do have a great uh, conversation about social media, especially. If I think this episode would be great for anyone who – is interested in getting you know started in the world of social media you're thinking about becoming a content creator but you just don't really know how to start up what apps to use (laughs) how to edit tips and tricks so she really covers a lot of things and um yeah i just had a great time talking to her
1: yep definitely a big vibe even if you're just curious about the industry
0: yeah i feel like even if you're inside you know you don't want to post
1: you don't care about social media but you're curious yeah you know what is this world
0: it's, I feel like it's fun learning about new industries, oh my especially God, if yeah. you have no idea.
1: I was actually saying before that we should get other people in different job roles, not necessarily people of like no, social influence um, to come on the podcast do you know and do like who,
0: like careers day. Do you know who I would love to interview? Who? An ambulance person. Oh, That would be Ooh. so interesting. Do you reckon that would yeah. be so interesting though? Like having like talking to them about like what a typical day looks like. We should do like- Like what do they- what. What like career days do they like attend? You know, yeah, god, that sounds stressful. I'm so interested,
1: yeah. No, I think we should definitely do that. Look into people in different industries, guys- yeah. yeah. Are you interested in that? Because I'm so nosy. I want to know every time I meet somebody who works in a different field mm. to me, which is quite often, I like tell me everything mm, no, pros, definitely. cons.
0: Because I feel like, as well, we're we both kind of do the same thing, so yeah, we're, like, in this little bubble, yeah, but it's so interesting
1: to. Branch out and learn new things. Yeah. So let us know if you're down for that. Yeah. Like, like Careers Expo? Yeah.
0: Careers Expo. <laughs> With Girl Coach. Mm, definitely.
1: All right. Well, we hope you enjoy the episode and let us know your thoughts. So, to start out, just tell us a bit about yourself. Obviously, we know everything about you because we stalk you all the time. <laughs> all the time.
0: Biggest fans right here.
1: Huge fans. But maybe just generally what you do now, your age, quick overview.
2: Yeah, for sure. So a little bit about myself. I'm 24 years old. I'm a law graduate currently working as a stylist and content creator in the fashion industry. And I have a collective following of 427k across Instagram, Pinterest, and TikTok. I'm really passionate about fashion and all things style related. I have a good eye for detail and a really strong work ethic, which has allowed me to get to where I am today.
1: Oh, That was so good. good? I'm like, 23 um I don't know I just like work online next question
0: here and there
1: <laughs> I hate that question love it love it well yeah so we're absolutely obsessed with your online vibes and your
0: in real life vibes where if if anyone's we're actually friends yeah yeah <laughs> That's like, oh we yeah we we know <laughs> yeah, but we are like massive fans mm-hmm. um Thank you. Thank you so much. So you quickly mentioned that you did study law. So what was studying law university like?
2: It was really enjoyable. So I studied a combined degree in law and social science. I majored in criminology and I've also done my PLT, which is practical legal training at the College of Law. So it was a lengthy degree. I ended up finishing after approximately five and a half years, but I really, as I mentioned, enjoyed it. Uh, The end of my degree was spent studying online for the most part due to COVID. Uh, But luckily, I was able to travel overseas to Israel for a month where I studied international and Israeli law. I found law to be so interesting. And despite that, I have been focusing on my career in fashion. The skill set that I acquired throughout my studies has been so central to my commercial dealings and general business practices.
0: Oh, my God, that's so interesting. So you studied law in
2: Israel? What was that like? Yes, I did. I loved it. It was a really short course. It was only for a month, but it was just such an incredible experience. I learned so many different things and it was an amazing opportunity because I was able to travel. It was at the end of 2019 slash early 2020, which is crazy to be overseas at that time because it was sort of at the beginning of the pandemic. The borders were closing, so I was coming home. But I'm just so glad I had that amazing opportunity. So
1: what did you think you would do as a career originally? Is that different to what you're doing now? So you're not, are you currently working at all in law?
2: No, I'm not currently practicing law. I'm completely focused on fashion right now. So I always dreamed of doing something that involved both law and fashion uh, I remember when I was younger, I always wanted to be a lawyer that played the cello and design clothing, which is kind of funny because that's kind of what I do in a way, <laughs> even though I'm not practicing law at the moment. Like I mentioned, I'm still putting that skill set to really good use um, on the design front. Stay tuned for further details. Ooh. can't give away too much right now. However, <laughs> there's there's something fun coming there. Um, Of course, the industry of content creation as we know it today is still a relatively new means of marketing, particularly in the Australian market. So I'd say that what I'm doing right now is a bit of a new spin on my original career aspirations, but it actually uses my skill set gathered from law and also draws on my experience from fashion. So I've always had a really strong passion for righteousness in the law and an equal passion for the fashion industry, design, styling and engaging with individuals to bring new ideas to the forefront. These are obviously two completely different concepts, so I never really knew how my career might take shape, but I know that my former dream-filled self would be so pleased with where I am today, as well as the time and hard work that I've put to be in this position.
1: I love the time that we live in, where you can study law, make your own complete path online, and then merge those two together. I feel like there's so much flexibility nowadays in what you do. You don't just go to uni and do one it. thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, you can... Just, forge your own
2: path. And I think that's really cool what you're doing. So
0: when did you actually decide that you wanted to pursue social media full-time?
2: So I made the decision to pursue social media full-time around the middle of the year in 2018, I believe it was then. This was something that I really enjoyed and I wanted to pursue full-time for quite a while. And once I got to a point where I had the confidence to take that leap and I was also making a steady income that allowed me to focus my undivided attention on building up my brand and business and just focusing on content creation as a career, I knew that it was the right time.
0: And what made you first originally start posting on Instagram? Like how long have you actually been on the platform for?
2: Wow, I've been on the platform for a really long time. I probably couldn't even pinpoint when I first downloaded Instagram, but I remember that I first started sharing fashion and Outfit of the Day content a few years ago to my Instagram, Uh, probably around my first year of uni. It was just when I was getting ready to go out with girlfriends on the weekend and we'd sort of, you know, all have pre-drinks and take photos, get all done up. and.
1: Started. Yeah, <laughs> started off like that before a night out when yeah. you're like 18 <laughs> like, it's oh my
0: god like so cook eye
2: fits yeah. against <laughs> the white wall yes oh my goodness I'm, I still I'm still doing the cook I fits against a white wall like <laughs> <laughs> It's like, it's just like evolved over the years and I love it. And this is what's so, you know, what I love so much about it is that I used to get so many questions from other women just asking me about my looks, you know, where's this from? Where can I buy this? What size did you get in this? What's the fabric quality of this like? And it's just all history from there. I mean, it gave me such good confidence to just keep posting and it just took off. And I guess, you know, it's where we are now. (laughs) I feel like you're extremely
1: consistent too. I, every time I go on to your Instagram, there's like new posts, new reel, you know, so I think that's- On the hustle. Yeah,
0: you, you can see that. Speaking of hustling, how did you balance, you know, doing your full-time like content creation when you were also studying law full-time?
2: So I worked on a very tight schedule and I just made it work in whichever way I could, in whichever way I needed to, just to get the job done. I think that hard work pays off and where there's a will, there's a way. So I was always under time pressure. I'm not going to sugarcoat it and sort of act like it was a a breeze and every day was glamorous and, you know, perfect because that's the thing. Like it wasn't all perfect. Um, I was often under time pressure, you know, running between classes and then meetings and shoots and sometimes fashion, like fashion week shows, you know, I remember running between a class and then fashion week and then back to class. Um, but I think, you know, this taught me some really valuable lessons. And the lesson that I take out from that the most is to always think ahead and time block, time block, time block, time block, just so that you can reach those goals and succeed. Do you use Google Calendar? I'm just curious. What do you use for your time? Looking? I actually don't. I, I just use my like um my Apple Calendar that's what I tend to use and I've also recently started using Notion, but that's oh my like God. A, Notion. I actually got the idea from you Maddie because I always see it like on your uh. blogs and stuff and I was like that's what I'm going to use if you guys are listening you should notion's listening
1: to
0: girl code <laughs> <laughs> no seriously if for so everyone listening right now um I swear by Notion it's such a good organizational platform do you love mm. it as well since starting you've started
2: using it Yeah. Like I said, I only just recently started using it, but I really like it. It's just good because I think I'm the kind of person who likes to make a list and tick things off as I go. And I find that that's just such a perfect thing for it. So I really, really enjoy using it.
0: Was your shift from studying law full-time to becoming an online content creator, was that a scary decision when you made that? Because I think, you know, obviously like Mm. such a traditional path to going you know, something that's a little bit different, a little bit scary and unsure. So what was that like?
2: Look, I think any big change, whether it's to do with your career, your relationship, studies, anything like that can be daunting. But truly, I knew that I was taking a calculated risk. Uh, And at the end of the day, even if it didn't work out for me, I knew that I'd be able to just take the lesson from that and rebuild from there. So I think it's important just to sort of, you know, take those calculated risks and just sort of weigh up, you know, what if this doesn't work out, what lesson can I take from it? What can I draw from?
0: No, I love that. We've actually Mm -hmm. spoken about like calculated risks before on the podcast. And I think especially for, you know, young people, which is what our majority of our demographic is that listens to this. It's so important to take calculated risks when you're in your 20s, especially just like try everything, see what works out. And if it doesn't. You know, it's the not not the end of the world. Yeah, um, exactly. Okay, so did you have any doubts or fear when you were taking that big jump, and how did you manage this?
2: Yeah, certainly I did. It's so human and normal to doubt yourself. I think that we're, we're we are our own harshest critics, and I myself used to worry a lot about not reaching certain goals within a specified time frame, or you know, being in a certain place by a certain point in my life. Over time, I have learned to overcome those doubts and fears just by surrounding myself with positive people and trying to focus less on the negative and more on the positive. So my top tips for overcoming this is accepting that it's not a competition and you will reach your goals when you reach your goals. There's no rush on it.
0: I love that. Yeah, that's nice. I feel like especially for content creators, it can be so easy to get caught up with like numbers and like what someone else is doing. Mm -hmm. And it's so, yeah, it's easy to start comparing yourself and thinking like, hey, I'm not doing, you know, I'm not meeting the same numbers they're getting. So I think, like what you said, surround yourself with positive people and just like focus on your own journey.
1: Yeah. So how has your content changed since you first started posting on IG? Did you start with like, the toaster filter vibes Were you like that OG do you know those ugly like Valencia filter yeah like were you you, like did we
0: start
1: out back there yeah how does your
0: journey look
2: like look I think we all I think we all had our toaster and Valencia days I think when I when I first started doing content creation I think I actually used Afterlight I think that's the app Afterlight I'm pretty sure um, which I love, by the way, it's great app. I don't use it actually these days. Oh. No, I'm more of a TESA girl or like mm-hmm. just a bit of exposure turned down. Mm-hmm. Um, but I digress. I digress. So <laughs> my content in general has changed a lot over the years, just in alignment with my personal style, my taste, my lifestyle. I think it has become a lot more refined and certainly caters to the female gaze, which is so important for me, having such a strong Follow a percentage of women. So nowadays, I create content in a way that makes me feel good and makes me feel confident. And this is really important because I hope that I can inspire other women to let their passions and desires, rather than the opinions of other people, guide them to just do what they love and share what they love.
0: I love That's that. So I've nice. literally been obsessed. We're both obsessed with yes. the reels. We love the reels.
1: Oh, you're thank you. I love Instagram reels. I
2: think of Keisha. me too. Me too. Oh, God, it's such a nice compliment. Thank you, because I love creating them. They're so fun. Mm.
0: And around the reels at the
2: most perfect time. Yes.
0: Um, Okay, so what advice would you give to someone starting out and wanting to make a career on social media?
2: Honestly, just keep at it. Just keep working. Keep being consistent and just, you know, ignore the negativity. Block out the haters. I sound... So lame saying that, but it's true. You have to block out the haters. You just have to keep going. What would your top three tips be for
0: creating aesthetic content?
2: I would say my top three tips would be having a clean background, having natural lighting and a consistent color palette, whether it's bright or neutral tones, pastel, you know, it doesn't always, I mean, I love neutral tones, but it doesn't always have to be neutral. As long as you keep To that sort of, you know, if you're doing brights, you keep to bright colors, you're doing pastels, you keep to that. Just do something that is going to give your feed, you know, and your content a beautiful flow because you want it to flow. You want it to make sense together. Um, But in saying that, you know, don't get too caught up on how your feed itself looks. When I talk about your feed, I mean just your content as a whole. So just just keep it all consistent, nice, natural lighting, clean background. Sorry, I'm really repeating myself here.
0: (laughs) It's good. This is the type of tips that we love. We love. We love.
1: I feel like consistency in every aspect is huge Mm. on making a career. Absolutely. What would your top apps be for
2: creating the aesthetic content? I think in terms of static posts, if you're looking... If you're looking for filters, see, I don't I don't tend to put a filter on my static posts, but if I do, I tend to use Tezza. So I think Tezza is a great app for the filters. Uh, but if you want to keep it consistent, it doesn't actually matter what sort of app you use as long as you're sort of using the same filter on all of your photos. Um, so for me, I tend to find no filter with the exposure turned down Or on Tezza, you know, one of their filters turned down very low. And in terms of creating aesthetic content in videos, I love using like InShot's a great app, Splice is another one. So just whatever works for you, I think will create, you know, will help you to create that aesthetic content as long as you sort of keep doing the same thing. I know I really sound like a broken record saying consistency, consistency, but it's true, consistency is key. And yeah, I think that eventually you'll sort of grow and learn what content is working for you and working for your audience. And you can take from that, you know, what you want and just keep implementing minor changes to refine that.
0: And what would your top three tips be for growth?
2: So I think the first tip I would have is to just engage with your audience in new ways. So this can range from using, you know, tools for interactive stories, think polls, questionnaires, all of that. Uh, as well as replying to comments, replying to your messages, and I'm going to say it again, but just be consistent. You know, the reason why the reason why I'm so firm on this point about consistency is because when people come to me and they sort of say, you know, how do how do I grow my social media? what what advice can you give me? I just say, well, think about why you might follow other brands or individuals on social media. It's usually because, you know, you see a post or your video of theirs that you love. So you follow them because you sort of think, okay, I want to see more of this. If they then start posting something completely different the next day, and then something even more different the following day, you're probably maybe not going to stay following them or not engage with their content. Because not really why you follow them it's not what you're interested in so as a result the creator can then lose traction and engagement on their content so i think that's why it is so important because you obviously want to give your audience you know like more content that is in line with what they followed you for and my third tip would just be keep up with the times and create new and exciting types of content so for example video content so trending right now i mean i spent all my time on tiktok i don't know about you guys <laughs> I last time on tiktok
1: i need to implement like my screen time mostly.
2: like set up the that stop you from going yeah i turned the- oh, i have that as well i have that as well it's really good but it's true because video content is so engaging and particularly because we are in lockdown at the moment it's just like so much more entertaining than i don't know like i think static posts are great but i think that instagram is making these changes um in no longer being like just a a square photo sharing app and they're moving towards being a video sharing app because people love to be entertained. And yeah, I just think it's like, you can always adapt your content. You know, my content hasn't necessarily changed from the static post kind of type of aesthetic content that I've been creating when I've done my reels. I've just adapted that, you know, I've I've kind of produced the same content, but in reels format. So I'm still keeping consistent with that whilst adapting mm. saying this, we love the reels i feel like it's really smart what you're doing because Instagram, media,
0: they put out a statement saying that they would try and focus more on it right that they wanted to mm. become more of like a video show yeah so
2: yes but
0: really to actually take on board what's happening and like try and adapt the content to what's going on but still keeping within like your personal brand so love when you do like the really sunset we love that oh golden the
2: golden hour the golden yeah. Iconic, iconic. Thank you. I love Golden Now. It's my favorite time of the day.
0: Your favorite time of day to shoot, would you
2: say? Yeah, definitely. I love it. It's actually quite funny because We shoot so much content normally, not now because we're in lockdown, but pre-lockdown, my manager and I, we were shooting so much content at golden hour. And it's funny because I sort of think people must be like, oh, you know, it's just like me waltzing around at golden hour. And realistically, it's like a very frantic sort of, you know, 10 minute window and we have to shoot. So we we do shoot so often, but we have to often shoot so often just so that we can get that same lighting (laughs) because, you know, it only lasts for about 10 minutes in the winter and then it's just gone.
0: (laughs) No, I completely
2: understand. So did you say your manager shoots your content for you? Yeah, she does. Wow. That's so nice of her. I know, she's incredible. So you just briefly touched on it
0: before, but you obviously mentioned that you have an agency now. So what made you decide to join one?
2: So I'm signed with Socially AU, run by Kimberly Garcia and Hayley O'Neill. They are the most incredible managers I could ask for, and I owe so much to them. I decided to join an agency just when the time felt right for me. Our interests align so well, and the opportunities presented by Socially were certainly worth waiting for. Together, we've been able to work on some incredible projects, some of which I can't announce just yet, but I'm very excited to share in the near future.
0: Oh my god, I'm like hanging off the edge. Can we have what a I hint? Want to know what it is.
2: <laughs> you can have a hint. I'm. Just, how should I word this? <laughs> it involves design, okay. and uh-huh. that's all I'm going to say. Oh <laughs> it's I can't handle it. I'm dying. Okay. Well, we'll. I'm so everyone- excited. I'm so excited, but just keep your eyes peeled. Keep your eyes peeled.
0: I, mean, I love this sweet queen. That's actually so. Thank you. Imagining like sleek, like little crops, like chic
1: ones. Stunning. Like some nice like suit, suit pants, Ooh. like back, yeah, back Ooh. details.
0: A shot at golden hour. All shot at golden hour. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we'll have
2: to. We'll have to shoot everything over several days because we'll need to capture the
0: same yeah. golden hour lighting. <laughs> okay. So this is a question that I think we get a lot from, you know, uh, aspiring content creators. Um, but do you still think there's room in the industry for people starting out? Obviously, it is quite a saturated market. There's, you know, so
2: many influences now. So yeah, what would you say to someone asking that? Absolutely. I'm of the belief that it's never too late to start. I think that no matter whether you're starting out now or you started years ago, you should always be looking for ways to offer a point of difference and bring bring something that is both valuable and unique to your audience and your clients.
0: Okay. So to finish off, two more questions for you. We basically would like to know, where do you see the industry going in five years' time? Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) I know. To like family. Stuff in five years. Like what
2: you ask me every day. <laughs> yeah.
0: What's your five-year five-year plan?
2: Five-year plan? <laughs> five plan for the industry. Look, I think that the industry will continue to grow and become more interactive. If we think about social media and where it was five years ago, it was in a very different place in terms of the tools and resources made available to us. We've already seen a lot of changes in the past 12 to 18 months, not just in terms of content creation and the way that audiences interact with content, but also in the way they present paid content to audiences. I think that consumer law is branching out in new ways to protect consumers from false and misleading advertising, particularly across social media platforms, and I'm really interested to see how these changes take shape over the next few years.
0: Yeah, that's so true, actually.
2: I, I feel like
0: it is starting to... Yeah. So definitely, it's definitely shifting. Definitely. I feel like there's
1: so many people in the space now as well that they do have to regulate things a lot harder.
0: I'm pretty sure they added, I'm pretty sure, correct me if I'm wrong, everyone, but I think they've added now that you have to disclose if something's an ad. Yeah, no, you do. You You do. Because, yeah, well, I've started putting, you have to put ads on everything now, but that never used to be. That was only a recent implementation, like it used Mm. to be internationally. I know that they used to have to, but
2: yeah. No, in Australia, there is actually, now I can't remember. No, I can't remember. It's called AIMCO. It's the Australian Influence and Marketing Council. And it's basically sort of like a branch of consumer law an organization that actually deals with this. And they look at, you know, the legislation. They have a lot of really great resources if anyone listening wants to look them up. But they basically sort of bridge this gap that we've had in social media marketing and the law basically where you know things have not been disclosed as pay partnership or whether it's gifted or not so I think it's a positive change look I think it's really important and at the end of the day we've seen these kind of regulations across you know other areas of the media industry in print media television all of that kind of stuff so I think it's just sort of you know, the law has just come up to speed with where the social media industry is. And at the end of the day, you know, it's a it's a very effective marketing tool. And so I think that it should be governed in the same way that, you know, other areas of media are governed.
0: No, I agree. It's literally the fastest growing marketing platform, right? And I feel like as well that for mm-hmm. so long, they didn't know what to do with it because it's such like a weird new mm-hmm. area that they didn't really know Absolutely. how to legislate it. But I feel like they're starting to catch up, which is good, so certainly do you think we'll get to a point where we have to disclose
1: if you're using filter or any ai or anything
0: that alters your face (laughs) what's that country who did it they did it so i'm pretty sure it's norway Mm. or a similar somewhere 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 that's not Australia. (laughs) you know one country did um they passed a law i don't know if they actually got I don't know. I don't know the... the Loose information. Basically, they passed something that said that they had to, all influencers or content creators had to disclose if they've used any editing, like retouching apps Mm. on their photos. So do you think like eventually in Australia, we'll get to that point like that?
2: Wow, that's a really tricky question. I actually don't know the answer. Mm -hmm. I mean, look, it's impossible to say what, will and won't happen. I actually haven't heard of that law though. So that's really interesting. Um, I, I'm not sure. What What do you guys think? I mean, yeah, what do you guys think?
0: I, I'm not sure if it'll ever be, I don't know if it'll ever be a law here that you have to disclose if you use any mm. type of editing because it's
2: mm-hmm. impossible to govern. I
0: mean, every content creator as well, like I, I use filters, every yeah. single content creator I know, like sometimes ed, like edits their photos
2: the question that I would be asking is, I'm not saying that I'm for or against any kind of rule or law of that kind, but where would the line be drawn? It would just be interesting from from a legal perspective, you know, where do we draw the line? I mean, it's a lot easier to introduce things, you know, for example, just going back to what I was saying before about introducing guidelines that require influencers and brands to disclose what's a pay partnership or not, because it's sort of, you know, like it either is a paid partnership or it's not, but then it's like, well, you know, if there was a law, this hypothetical law was introduced where people had to disclose whether something was edited, does that mean it was edited with a filter? Does it mean that they have edited their face or body? Does not mean that it's using AI? Does it mean that, you know, they have even done something, you know, like slowed down a video, you know, where do you sort of draw the line? But I think if that were the case, then, everything would be edited would it not because you know even something so much as adjusting the exposure you know because everyone I mean I can't really speak for everyone but I know that I
0: like filters you yeah if you slow down like a video you have you do like some parts in Mm slow-mo if you change yeah hard to if you like completely actually your face you know (laughs) exactly (laughs) Yeah. yeah yeah monitor them though it's so unique mm, um, I feel like it's a topic though I feel like that's yeah, so
2: interesting that yeah it's hard for me to comment on because I actually haven't done a lot of research into this I haven't like I said I haven't heard about this law but it would be interesting to sort of you know have a look into some other resources and and learn some more about it because I think you know what we're sort of I understand why you'd ask the question also just on the topic of you know promoting transparency and sharing content that is not false or misleading to consumers. I think that this sort of rule would operate along the same lines of that in terms of sort of, yeah, creating greater transparency between, you know, consumer and advertisers. But I think it's so hard for me to answer. I don't like to comment on things that I haven't done a lot of research on, so, or any research on in this case. So, yes.
0: (laughs) Uh, on this podcast that we're like yeah we know that we yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> we all the answers.
1: i need to absolutely take a leaf from your book page see i don't know
0: <laughs> a leaf from a- <laughs> what <laughs> we have one more question which is the corny one that i was making fun oh. of but i actually would like to know where do you see yourself in five years' This is time? such a you question. But I'm interested. I'd <laughs> to know where people, you know, like, do you have an end goal? Do you, are you following, like, some type of, like, plan or are you just living your best life?
2: Look, I see myself continuing to just work really hard and reach my goals. I mean, I know that's a really bland kind of answer. Like, I haven't given anything specific necessarily, but... I just, like I said earlier, like I obviously have goals and, you know, keep those goals very close to my heart. And I don't like to put myself under, you know, certain pressure, you know, by this date, I have to have achieved this by that date. I have to have done this. And, you know, I don't like to sort of put those limits on on myself in saying that I'm not sort of giving myself all the time in the world. You know, I do keep myself on my toes and I just think like, I want to keep working hard and, hopefully reach those goals. So yeah, watch this space for more. I'm excited. Uh,
1: yeah, you've sucked me in. I want to know more. We want to know more. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to try and squeeze it out of you once we stop recording.
0: I really <laughs> <want> to... <laughs> All right. Well, that is everything for today. Thank you so much for coming on to chat with us. We've had such an interesting conversation.
2: Thank you both so much. I really appreciate you inviting me onto Girl Code. It's such oh, okay. an exciting opportunity, and it's been lovely to chat with you. Tell us where yeah. everyone can find you. Absolutely, plug yourself. Yes, so you can find me on Instagram and TikTok. My handle is the same across both platforms. It is two underscores and then Kasia, K-A-E-S-H-A. It's a great handle. And, and on Pinterest, and on Pinterest, I'm just I'm Kasia Graug on Pinterest.
0: Are you a big Pinterest fan? Do you post your own content on there? Because I've had people talk about it. It's a great yeah. way. To-
2: yeah, I do. I I actually, I've had Pinterest for a few years, but I only really started getting back into it probably uh, this year. I probably only started getting back into it a month ago or maybe two months ago. How long have we been in lockdown? <laughs> I can't even remember. At the beginning of lockdown. So. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do share some of my own content, but I also share a lot of, um, I pin a lot of content that's other people's. So yeah, I love it. It's just a really, it's a good way to draw inspiration. It's also just sort of like a fun, fun thing to do, get some new ideas. I really love it.
1: Oh, I love Pinterest. Do you publicly
2: pin other people's content or is it like a private, private? Yeah, I, I have, I have public boards. Most of my boards are public okay I don't really know how to use it I just have everything on secret because I'm embarrassed Me too. all my stuff is on secret I, I do kind of I, I do kind of understand that because when I it's like pin things and I'm like oh my goodness but then I'm like you know what I have like such a public Instagram profile like why am I getting like weird about <laughs> pinning something to my board <laughs> dream engagement board
0: <laughs> like, I I don't mean, like- like, I've got my wedding <laughs> Pinterest. I'm like no one's looking at that. oh dear all right well thank you so much queen and we will talk to you soon Sounds great. Thank you so much. Okay, guys. So that is the end of this week's episode. We hope you have enjoyed listening. We definitely had a great time talking to Keisha. And thank you so much to Keisha. If you're listening to this for coming on, we really appreciate your time. Don't forget to also follow us on social media.
1: We're on Instagram. We also have an epic Facebook page. The link is in the show notes if you want to join that. We love our little community on there. Everyone chats, posts our debates, debates, dilemmas, whatever. Anyways, make sure you join that and we'll see you in next week's episode. Bye. Bye.